Hi, this is Aaron Orlando reporting for the Revelstoke uh, Mountaineer podcast as well as revelstokemountaineer.com. The topic of conversation today is uh, the provincial government uh, mountain caribou recovery plan. Uh, On April 15th from 5.30 to 9.30, the provincial government officials will be hosting an open house at the community centre here. I'm talking on the phone with City of Revelstoke Mayor Gary Sulls to get his thoughts about the plan so far. Gary, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. You're welcome, Aaron. Thanks for asking. So, Gary, I know you've had a chance to see the plan and talk with uh, some community members about it. At a council meeting uh, earlier this week, you expressed some concerns, and the the quote that stuck out to me was that... uh, you know, this has the potential to turn Revelstoke into a park, was the word that you used. Uh, what are your concerns about the, the plan as you see it right now? Well, I've, uh, I've had a chance to kind of go over some of the information, stacks of information. And uh, so when I read through the current draft of Section 11 that is being proposed, it appears that there's not going to be any further closures than what we have already. However, in the fine print, it states that the government has the option of uh, closing uh, closing more uh, parkland or more forested land if it's so desired or needed to uh, to protect the caribou. So those are those are concerns. So when we look at things now, so in the in the province of British Columbia, as of today's date, we have 2.2 million hectares of protected land for the caribou at this point. So the, the government is coming to us up, up north. They've done a partnership agreement and they've closed some areas that have been significant to the city of Chetwin, McBride, those sorts of uh, communities where they feel that their forestry levels have been diminished or basically shut down. So we're concerned about what the possible ramifications will be with Section 11 should they need to do any further closure. So there's been all kinds of information out there that has been, uh, in, in the words that I'm hearing, not exactly correct. So when I read over the Section 11, I was down at uh, the BC Council of Forest Industries last week. I heard uh, uh, Minister Donaldson speak, Deputy Minister John Allen speak, and Premier Horgan speak. And so when I heard uh, Donaldson, he just went over it as a uh, uh, an overview, Mr. Allen got more into the, the nuts and bolts of it, saying that these agreements are partly to um, mandate what the uh, federal government's been asking, and partly because the federal government wants to do reconciliation with Indigenous peoples. So the history on this is in 2008, there were these uh, closures put in to help the caribou to survive. It was updated in uh, somewhere around 2014 to what we have currently closed. In uh, 2018, uh, conservationists had sent uh, notice to Minister McKenna in, that the federal government saying that we feel the caribou are endangered at this point. We would like you to look into this and and come up with some further actions. Mm -hmm. So Minister McKenna had sent a a letter out or a conversation with the provincial government saying we have a year to do this, and we're now at that point where it needs to be done. So if we can't come up with uh, an agreement that works for everybody, there's a chance that this could be mandated into place by uh, through the courts under the Species at Risk Act. And so we're concerned about that. And if that were to happen, that means that all the backcountry would be closed for the caribou. 
which means that we don't get into the backcountry for snowmobiling, for heliskiing, for logging, uh, for any of the activities that we get to enjoy. However, if we're able to come up with an agreement that works for everyone and we as a community are able to be part of the management process going forward, then we can mitigate those concerns. So that's where I'm quite worked up about. Um, there are conservationists, Y2Y, that come out of the United States that have made statements they would like to see all of the backcountry closed from the Yellowstone to the Yukon, which considerably makes most of uh, British Columbia a giant park. And that means that all the activities that we enjoy and the resources that we need to function as a community would be unacceptable uh, or unacceptable or unattainable for us as a community. So we're concerned about that. Now, having said that, I don't want to be a fear monger. The, the statement uh, in Section 11 states that we're not going to close, there's not going to be any further closures unless we need to do that, which means that we want to be the the partners at the table in managing our resources. Now, we've done that in the past. We've been very good at that. Our local foresters and our biologists have done extremely well with the maternity penning for the caribou. And in fact, caribou have been sent to the Revelstoke maternity penning area from the, the uh, Creston Castlegar area, the South Selkirks. And uh, so we've accepted those and they seem to be thriving. So when I look at this whole process, this may be just an awareness for everybody. Listen, we're going to have these meetings. We're having this this public engagement meeting facilitated by the government and the Fraser, ba Fraser Basin Council on Monday, 530 at the community center. We want people to come and we want to have constructive dialogue as a community, mm -hmm. as stakeholders, and be able to, to uh kind of state our our movements mayor Sells, that, uh, mayor Sells, you know one of the things that has been uh, vexing for various stakeholders uh looking at this plan is is lack of clarity now you were talking about the no closure and uns uncertainty about future closures and certainly i know that the section 80 applications that were sent to the minister that prompted there was there was several of them uh but the you know the ones that prompted her to take action as you said there's concern about uh unilateral intervention by the federal government in terms of your discussions with you know provincial level pol politicians how big of a concern is is that unilateral intervention for you right now i think a lot of people are having trouble reading the tea leaves be it with the complexity of the plan or the political inter interplay here how how, how worried about are you about that? Well, I'm very worried about it because if we don't come up with a plan, so it seemed by Deputy Minister Allen was we're going to we're going to get this done, and we need to get it done before there's any court action. But we also want to get it done uh, because there's a federal election coming. And I'm going like, well, wait, wait a second. We've, you know, we're just seeing that the the, uh, the plan come to us now. You've been doing this plan in uh, in private with. Uh, with the indigenous uh, uh, people and you're coming up with a plan and you're basically putting it on us, do we not get to weigh in? And so they're saying, yes, you get to weigh in, but it seems to be a rushed process. So we're very concerned that they'll do something without our uh, input 
or without paying attention to our input. Now, they've, they've told me that they will pay attention to our input, and that input needs to be uh, come in, in a couple ways. I guess we can all email in and express our concerns, but also uh, the public engagement is where they'll be looking, and, and they'll, uh, they'll come up with uh, uh, kind of a, a local plan based on our engagement. So that's really a concern uh, for us that they make sure that they hear us in a constructive way, Aaron. I've heard that the city's had some trouble getting a sit-down meeting with the uh, Car- the BC Caribou uh, recovery team. Um, have you been managed to uh, get a sit-down meeting when they're going to be in town uh, early next week? No, uh, they want to do everything as a public engagement, and we've asked that uh, when we when we have that public engagement, that everybody in the room get to speak, and then we'll have those conversations with the people when they're here. Um, I guess the reason we haven't been able to have the sit down is they've been busy in the northern communities every day trying to get the public engagement, and so we feel that, okay, it's not that they're ignoring us, it's just that they're all busy dealing with this. So we want to be able to have that uh, engagement, whether or not we'll be able to have a conversation prior to the public engagement. I I doubt that's going to happen. I I think that it'll be, if anything, we might have a conversation after they hear what the community has to say. Having said that, I'm not exactly sure because I'm not uh, moderating the whole uh, uh, thing. I, I'm hoping that we just be able to uh, speak our mind, and I'm not sure how these meetings are going to go. So mm-hmm. we're kind of in the dark as much as everyone else in the community. Mm-hmm. In terms of like the the political context of this whole situation, um, it seems like everyone's in a tough tough spot. You know, like this this is prompted uh, by you know legal challenges uh, under the Species at Risk Act. The federal government's pressuring the provincial government. The provincial government's trying to come up with an acceptable plan to, to prevent you know unilateral federal action and then right back up the chain again. The federal government is worried about further legal challenges. Given that uh, you know that everyone is is operating in, in tight parameters here, what do you think the, the best strategy for the city of Revelstoke or the, uh, and I mean that in, in terms of the corporation as well as, as the people who live here, to to get a plan that will, A, work to preserve the caribou because the writing's on the wall that if that's, uh, recover the caribou because that is not happening, uh, we're going to be in this situation again, but also come up with the best plan. Well, our hope is in the conversation that we have on Monday is that we're actually able to say to the government, we understand the parameters of the Section 11 agreement we, we understand the framework so we can work within the framework of what the agreement is, but allow us to be at the table with our stakeholders, with our biologists, with our foresters here in the community to actually happen to, to help with an action plan as we go forward. So we're hoping that they're going to be uh, receptive to that, Aaron, going, going forward, but we won't know what, uh, what the whole parameter will be until we have that conversation on on Monday, um, but we understand that the draft agreement is a framework. So if we can work with the inside the framework and then dial down to how how the uh, how the protection is going to be done, then we'll have a better understanding. But we, as a council and stakeholders, want to be able to give that input and at least maybe sit at the table with the management on that.
Mm-hmm. In terms of, you know, what you would like to see from Victoria, both the bureaucrats who are, um, you know, operating the, the program and will be managing the plan in the years to come, as well as uh, political direction from elected officials there. What's your message to them at this point? What, what do you need from them? Well, I need assurances that they're not just going to close our backcountry, that we are going to be able to get to our resources, that we are logging, which has been the bread and butter, that we have access to that. But also in the higher country with the law, with the heliskiing and, and our tourism, that we've become a tourist-based community now, that we have access to those backcountries. Um, but not only that, that we can manage it and we know that if we stay out of certain areas that where the caribou are or if we know where they're going to be and, and we use the science behind where the caribou are going to be and their patterns and that sort of thing, that we can actually manage it without just shutting the doors on everything and, and not allowing us to be able to exist or coexist with uh, with the ecology around us. Mm-hmm. And the last, last question, uh, Gary. For um, a lot, this has been on the radar for about a year and it's sort of been gaining steam as more information comes out. I get a sense that a lot of people, it's just sort of gone on the radar in the past, you know, few weeks, month kind of thing as they, uh, you know, learn more about the plan. In terms of what you you think uh, various stakeholders should do or members of the public should do, uh, what were your recommendation uh, for them during this engagement process? Well, I really would like to see everyone come out in a, in a group format and be constructive in their comments. Uh, Premier Horgan's uh, assurance at the Kofi seminar was uh, if the community has concerns, come as a group, speak, uh, say your voice, uh, do it in a constructive fashion, and uh, we, we promise that we'll hear you. And so I have to take him at his word, and I hope that the community will come out They'll uh, be able to say these are our concerns so that these people can hear that there's real humans behind all these organizations. It's just not a name. So when we have personal interaction with uh, not only the public engagement process, but with the people who are facilitating this, they seem to understand that that's a a big thing. So up north, we've seen, you know, 20 percent of uh, of the community of Chetwin come out to the public meeting. So if we had 20% of the, the public come out uh, in, in Vancouver, I think I saw a quote yesterday that would fill up BC Place uh, five times. So you look at those sorts of things and say, please come out, um, but but come with willing to speak with a spokesperson for your group and uh, willing to say your piece and, your, and state your concerns. And let's see, we hope that the presentation will alleviate a lot of those concerns, but definitely uh, they need to see the people behind our local concerns. Okay. Uh, Mayor Gary Sills, uh, we've been talking about the ongoing caribou uh, recovery uh, plan, uh, the draft plan, and the uh, upcoming consultation. Again, it's uh, Monday, April 15th, 5.30 to 9.30 at the Rebel Stoke Community Centre. Um, Gary, thanks for taking some time to talk to me today. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate your time. Mm-hmm.